Hello, and welcome to the MVP, the Mass Violence Podcast, the official podcast of the National Mass Violence Victimization Resource Center. I'm Michaela Porter, the NMVVRC's Public Information Coordinator. I'm guest hosting today's episode because we're featuring our usual host, Dr. Dan Smith. Dr. Smith is the NMVVRC's Director of Resources and Technology. We'll be talking to him about the NMVVRC's mobile app, Transcend NMVC. He led the team that created the mobile app, so today we have him in the hot seat. Welcome, Dr. Smith. Thank you. It's very strange to not be saying that, but to be hearing you say it. Uh, But I'm very happy to be here to talk about the Transcend app. Before we dive into the discussion about the app, can you tell us a little bit about your responsibilities as the Director of Resources and Technology, as well as your experience working with mass violence victims? Sure. So as Director of Resources and Technology, my job is basically to make sure that the products that the NMVVRC puts out from a technological perspective work, are easily accessible, are informative, and meet the needs of the various audiences that the NMVVRC aims to serve. Folks like journalists, the general public, legislators, scientists, victim advocates, uh, folks like that. And the, the kinds of things that we have created in the resources and technology group as part of our efforts in the NMVVRC so far, well, there's, there's a variety of them. There's the NMVVRC website, nmvvrc.org. We've got some other products, uh, Cognitive Processing Therapy Web 2.0, which is an online learning course for mental health professionals who want to learn how to implement cognitive processing therapy, which is an evidence-based treatment for PTSD, and some other projects that are in the works. Those are sort of the main things we've created thus far, in addition to the Transcend app. Gotcha. Well, let's dive into our discussion about the Transcend and MVC app. Okay. How did the center come up with the idea to create an app? Was it because of the ongoing coronavirus pandemic? Actually, no. Um, The coronavirus pandemic happened during the grant period, and the creation of the app was something that we thought up as we were trying to convince the Office for Victims of Crime that they should fund our application to be the one and only uh, NMVVRC site. There are a number of mental health focused apps out there and that have been out there for a while, but they don't focus specifically on what it's like to be a a victim of a particular kind of violent or traumatic event. The kinds of existing apps that I'm thinking about are things that are geared towards helping folks who have certain psychiatric disorders. There are some really, really good mobile apps for folks who are affected by post-traumatic stress disorder or PTSD, but they don't speak to the experience of folks who have been affected exclusively by violent crime. And our goal in creating the Transcend app was to kind of hit that particular niche audience. Folks who were affected by crime, who might have PTSD symptoms, 
but who also might be experiencing other problems related to having gone through something violent and scary and upsetting. So the pandemic kind of happened partway through the process, but uh, the idea for the app actually predated the pandemic by a good bit. It just takes a while to um, come up with and create an app. That makes sense. Was the app designed just for mass violence victims and survivors? It sounds like it could actually go to a bigger audience than just those who have experienced mass violence. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's a really interesting question. And I think the answer is that it's not just for mass violence victims and survivors. I'll be real honest, though, there are parts of the app, there are the introductory blurb where we've got a voiceover explaining what Transcend NMVC is. We do sort of talk specifically about, you know, mass violence can have these kinds of effects. This is what it's like for many people who experience mass violence events. But the kind of skills and coping resources that the app provides really are not just limited exclusively to mass violence victims, folks who are victims of any kind of violence. Um, Not that there's a less serious form of violence, but there are more common types of violence than mass violence. Things like physical and sexual assault, those kinds of crimes uh, and, and the people who experience them can really, we believe, benefit from the kinds of interventions, exercises, resources that are provided within Transcend. Well, that's good to know for um, for folks that may know people who've experienced different types of crimes that this is not just for uh, mass violence victims. So you touched on this uh, a minute or so ago about the time, the amount of time it took to create this app. It predates the uh, coronavirus pandemic. What kind of effort and time and what was the team around creating this app? Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. And and you're 100% correct that, that it was a team effort. Um, as, as folks may know, if, you, if you've ever listened to this pod before, I'm a clinical psychologist by training, and I have expertise in the mental health effects of mass violence. But I certainly would not consider myself to have encyclopedic knowledge of everything about mass violence. And so there was a team of mental health professionals that work together to create the the content that's geared towards helping people. And there are a couple other teams as well that had to work along with us to develop sort of the user experience for the app, how it looks, how you move through it, how it feels to, to use the app. And then the technology team in the background who go about all of the programming and bringing into reality the kinds of recommendations, the kinds of experiences that we want users of Transcend to have while they are accessing the app. I mean, the mental health team was just a a group of rock stars uh, that include um, one of our former colleagues here at MUSC, Dr. Casey Calhoun. He was instrumental in creating a lot of the content for the app. Uh, Dr. Elmadel Smith, no relation, 
uh, is, uh, was also a key contributor and she's still here working with us at the NMVVRC and Dr. Mary Shapiro, who, who has also, uh, you know, like we said, it took a long time to create this. Um, Dr. Shapiro was working on this when she was a postdoctoral fellow also contributed enormously to the content that ended up making it into the app. And, and that was the mental health team that kind of saw the big picture and what we wanted to include and what we wanted to leave out. We were, we had just a wonderful opportunity to work with a local firm here in Charleston, South Carolina to help us create the user experience for the app. It's a group called South IO and they were just so invested in what this project was all about, helping people who had experienced violence. You know, they worked with us. I, I don't know this for sure, but I suspect they probably cut us some, some bargains on, on their pricing because they were so invested in uh, what we were doing, because this is this is a very snazzy group at South IO, and they walked us through the user experience. They talked with us about sort of what we wanted this to feel like, what we wanted people to get out of this. Uh, I mean, they they did these exercises where we had to sort of pick colors, and it was it was at the time kind of strange for a psychologist to do that, but I think it ended up with this excellent kind of um, space age vibe to the app but i mean you don't have to be a science fiction fan or anything like that to appreciate the content but it all holds together extremely well and it's very nice to look at and the technology group uh, we had sort of two teams working on it one with sachin patel at health information technology solutions you know his team started it and just did an incredible job programming it and making it all work seamlessly. And now um, in the follow-up period since its launch, we're working with Bernie Jansen, who's one of our internal resources here at MUSC and his team, and we get just terrific service from them. So all of these people working for multiple years together to create an app, I mean, that that's what it took. And it I'm sure that our boss would have loved to have this product delivered sooner <laughs> than it was. But uh, at the end of the day, I think the time and effort that went into it ended up being well worth it. Gotcha. That was actually going to be my next question was about um, the aesthetic. Because I did yeah. notice, you know, while you're scrolling through it, the color palette, it's very calming colors, at least to me. And I'm now hearing Good. that that was intentional, right? That's, <laughs> yes. I'm supposed to feel calm as I'm scrolling through it. You are supposed to feel calm as you're scrolling through it. And, you know, if there's anything, anyone who's out there who's listening, who's, who's ever designed a product and had to get people to agree on it, it's, it's literally one of the hardest things to do when coming up with a, a website or an app, you know, something that, that needs to be consumed via technology is what it should look like. What should the colors be? How far into the theme that you've picked do you want to go? Do you want to go just into it enough so that it gives the impression of this is, you know, a, a farm-based thing or a space-based thing or you know, whatever the theme might be? Or do you really want to like dive in and have sound effects and, and all that kind of stuff? And the goal was to make people feel comfortable, to feel calm, to have a 
kind of a coherent experience that connected it all together. And, you know, the different modules are kind of represented by tiles in the app that might look like planets. A lot of the animations within the app, which was created by yet a different team that I didn't even mention um, called Igor and Valentine. They're amazing. Um, they built on top of that theme and, and sort of created visual effects to go with animations that seemed, again, to mirror the color palette, but also to um, be consistent with the Space Age theme without making it seem like you were in an episode of Buck Rogers or Battlestar Galactica. And I'm totally dating myself with those shows, but you get the idea. And, and I, I hope that people, we've gotten good feedback about it. And I hope people feel that that was achieved. Gotcha. I can definitely say, you know, as someone who scrolled through the app to learn more about it in order to tell people about it, very calming. Good, good. Well, I, I you know, the next time I talk to the, the folks at, at South IO, I will tell them mission accomplished. <laughs> very nice. Um, well, let's dive in a little bit more about the topics. What okay. topics are covered in the app? So, you know, we try to make it, um, if not quite completely comprehensive about every single problem someone who experiences mass violence might have, we wanted to cover a wide range of things. Um, so we've got content in there that is basically... Um, the first module is, is called About Mass Violence, and it's largely psychoeducational in nature. We're providing information about what, it, what mass violence means, what common reactions to mass violence are, um, trying to normalize the reactions of people who are experiencing psychological symptoms after uh, a mass violence event. And then we've got some sort of symptom-specific content that's designed to help people cope with some of the most common symptoms associated with mass violence exposure or, or really violence exposure of any kind, as I mentioned before. So we've got a module called Calm Your Body, which is fairly self-explanatory, but it's designed to help people who are experiencing symptoms of um, excess arousal anxiety, nervousness, not being able to calm down. And the content in that module takes people through different relaxation strategies, different ways of uh, trying to calm the body down. The next module or another module is called Ease Your Mind. And that's designed to address those problems uh, among violent survivors that are associated with sort of ruminative thoughts. Um, I don't want to say obsessing like obsessive compulsive disorder, but thoughts that keep intruding in people's head, worrying, things like that. The content of Ease Your Mind is really geared toward normalizing, explaining, and offering some strategies for trying to reduce that subjective experience of mentally being overwhelmed with memories and worries about the, the violence event that you experienced. Depression is another really common consequence that's associated with exposure to violence and, and particularly mass violence. And so we've got a module in the app called Get Up and Move. 
because it turns out that one of the best strategies that people who are experiencing depression can implement to help them through their symptoms of depression is to actually just really focus on trying to be more physically active. So we try to coach people in this module through scheduling activities, encouraging them to engage with other people, to not give in to their urge to isolate, to stay in bed, uh, or whatever other kinds of symptoms of depression they might be experiencing. And then, of course, one of the unfortunate, most unfortunate uh, main consequence of, of some mass violence events is that people lose their loved ones. People may lose a child, lose a parent, lose a spouse to the mass violence event. And so we've got a module in here that kind of takes users through the experience of losing a significant other, normalizes the grief reactions that they might be experiencing, uh, gives suggestions for coping with well-meaning but not necessarily tactful questions or suggestions from other people in their life about how they should get over it or how they should cope with the overwhelming sense of grief and loss that they might be experiencing. There, there are two more modules in here. I realize I'm, I'm sort of giving a very long-winded answer, but like I said, there is kind of a lot of stuff in the app. One of the other common outcomes of mass violence events is a sense of isolation. Uh, mass violence survivors often feel like no one can really understand what their experience was like because it hasn't happened to other people the same way it has happened to them. But sort of, uh, you know, paradoxically, one of the best ways of recovering from mass violence is to obtain social support from people in your life. And so one of the modules in the Transcend app is called Reach Out. And it basically assists users of the app in reestablishing connections with important people in their life, how to set limits around the kinds of social support that are helpful and less helpful that other people might provide and so forth. And so we hope that that's going to help people re-engage in their social networks and feel more connected to their family and friends after a mass violence incident. And the last component isn't actually for uh, survivors of violence. It's for folks who care about survivors of violence. And there's the, the module is called Helping Others. And so I didn't mention it before, but this is another audience for this app, our you know, loved ones and family members of people who are affected by mass violence. Uh, you can enter the Help Others module and learn about how to be the kind of supportive friends that your mass violence exposed loved ones need you to be, how to be supportive without being overwhelming how to be encouraging, what is the kind of help that violence victims need most. Um, pro tip, it's not being told to get over it or that they should just forget about it. It's you know to 
be practically useful to listen and so forth. So those are the modules of, of the app that are available to anyone who downloads it and starts to use it. Gotcha. Very thorough. Well, it, like I said, having lived through the creation of the app for a couple of years, it, we, I, I know what's in it. <laughs> um, well, as a user scrolling through, there's a lot of opportunities to put sensitive and personal information into the app. And I'm curious, does the NMVBRC use that data for research or collect that data? Great question. And I know with technology these days, there's a great appropriate deal of concern, amount of concern about privacy. The NMVVRC is not, we, what we monitor in this app is how many people download it. Uh, and that's the only data that we're paying attention to. All of the information that an individual user of Transcend uh, might enter in, whether it's photographs of loved ones in the memory book section or their response to quiz questions about their level of symptoms. Um, none of that information, none of that data gets uploaded centrally to the NMVVRC and it's all private on that user's personal mobile device. So we are not actually collecting data, collecting information about our users and what they're putting into the app or even how they're using the app. We do monitor, obviously, in the app store when people might have tech concerns or tech complaints and say, I can't get this section to work or I keep, you know, I, I had a login problem or something like that. We do monitor that, but that's not the same thing as taking information or uploading information off of people's phones. Which we do right. Do. So it's not collecting, you know, if I lost a loved one to this mass violence incident, it's not collecting no. how their how their um, journey is going through grief. No, the, um, the only um, you know, we do ask if if people we haven't really talked about this, but there's there's two ways people can start using the app. One of which is they can register and then they can just start exploring the app, poking around and, and seeing what they might be interested in. Um, another is by answering a series of sort of assessment oriented questions at the beginning to try and help guide the user to what we think might be the most helpful content for them. So if they are experiencing a lot of symptoms of social, social isolation, we might um, direct them to the reach out component first, or if they're clearly struggling with depression, we might want to guide them towards the get up and move module first. Um, that data doesn't um, get shared either. Uh, there are some, um, there is a functionality built into the app to get help now. So if, if the person finds themselves to be in crisis, and needing to speak to someone urgently, they can do that using the app. Uh, they, there are text hotlines and they can connect to uh, telephone response hotlines through the app. So the app does include access to those external resources, but again, 
um, if there's any monitoring of those conversations or those texts, it's done at the other end on the hotline, not via the Transcend app itself. So where can people find to download the app? Where is it available? Is it free? Is there a monthly subscription? How does it work? It is free. It is entirely free, thanks to the United States government, uh, Department of Justice, Office for Victims of Crime, who sponsored this project and helped uh, provide the funding to create the Transcend NMVC app. The Transcend NMVC app is available in the Apple Store and in the Android uh, Store, and you can find it in either one of those places just by searching for Transcend NMVC. Um, I think you can probably find it if you search for Transcend, but there are a couple in, in both of those stores. There are a couple of other apps that also have Transcend in the title. So Transcend NMVC, which was sort of our, was, was going to be National Mass Violence Center, but it's not. Um, but that, that's how we, when we s- sort of saved our space in the app store, that was the, uh, the title that we gave it. And we're the only Transcend NMVC in either the Apple or the Android stores. So it's available there for free. It's downloadable on smartphones and uh, tablet computers, whatever the brand. Gotcha. Well, thanks, Dr. Smith, for joining as the ho- um, not as the host today, but as the guest today, um, usually the host. Um, we appreciate you for uh, sharing about Transcend NMVC. Um, thanks to those listening to the Mass Violence Podcast, the MVP, the official podcast of the National Mass Violence Victimization Resource Center.